0: let me count us down five, four, three, Two. what comes after two technically two. three comes after two i was like technically five. three comes after two five no three sir <laughs> no yeah five is right out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one To anyone tuned in, this is the Men, Church, Stuff podcast. It's the show where brothers-in-law DJ Cult and Brad Coleman talk about what it's like being Christian men in today's society. Having spent our entire lives immersed in church culture, we want to share our experiences with other men who are willing to listen. We'll talk life stuff, church stuff, man stuff, and, well, stuff stuff. Let's get to it. Greetings, listeners here and there and everywhere, all across the land. This is the Men Church Stuff Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Culp, as always, here with my beloved brother in law, Brad Coleman. Brad, happy Thursday. Is it Thursday already? It is Yeah, I know. It is Thursday already. And I don't know if you (laughs) noticed or not, but January is now officially gone.
1: So me and Tabby kind of had this disagreement the other day. Uh I said, all these people were talking about like how it's like the 135th day of January, the 85th day of January. I'm like, I feel like I was like, hey, Christmas is almost here. And oh, now January is almost done. Now January is almost done. She was like... I kind of agree that it just feels like it's crawling. And I was like,
0: not to me. Well, I have to no, say that the a... people, the people that would claim that it's the hundred and some odd day of January would suggest to me that they don't know anything about the calendar. Yes. Well, there math, are only right? 31 days.
1: <laughs> how, how <are> we math. <laughs> <You're right.
0: laughs> like January followed by January followed by January. It's it's just, you know, just maybe I should January. ask them
1: what year they think it is. Yeah, that's a, of, yeah, right. What,
0: what year do you think it is? <laughs> I don't know what calendar you're using, but it's like we only have thirty one days. Right,
1: <laughs> January the hundred thirty fifth, nineteen ninety seven right. of the Shire reckoning
0: <laughs> of the Shire reckoning. <laughs> yes. We don't have unfortunately second breakfast in our world, oh, though I think we should. <laughs> you know what I've learned as an adult
1: though? What like you can if you want to. Yeah,
0: like, that's true. Will yeah, you can <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I but... don't know. Your wife might, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But see, but see, like but it's not called second breakfast in our world, it's it's brunch, which I think is not a hobbit meal like i don't see them saying hey man let's go get not breakfast and not lunch let's let's go get brunch hey, but they do have and, and what we can do and what we can do is what we can do is we can kind of like dress up for it but we're sort of not dressed up for it yeah. no i mean they do have elevensies
1: they do have elevensies
0: that's true <laughs> i don't know so um Listeners, we, Brad and I would love to thank you all for um, apparently thoroughly enjoying our quitting church episode, because there have been far more listeners that have listened to that one in a short amount of time than several, several, several of our latest episodes. So that's awesome. Um, Let us, you know, give us your feedback. Let us know what you guys think. We appreciate it. Um, But, uh, you know, Brad, what is, I guess, two weeks ago, I sent out a group poll and Um, We actually had, we actually had two responses that were the same um, to the group poll. And uh, and that's what today's topic is. So thanks. Shout out to John Reeder and Steve Chappius. Chappius. I really hope that that Steve Chappius, I really hope they call him Chappie. I would not want my name to be Steve ever. My last name was Chappius. I've got to be Chappie. So
1: Steve actually is is guy at my church, so we don't call oh. him Chappy. But like, oh uh, no, might have to start.
0: Can I? Can I call I don't him how Chappy? Steve's going to
1: feel about that?
0: <laughs> it's a great I mean, last name.
1: Yeah. Chappy. Let, let me just tell you though, you better make sure Steve's okay with it because Steve's like probably like I don't know, Steve. Were you about six two? <laughs> like, okay, a guy. Like I'm looking yeah. up. Like hey,
0: <laughs> all right. Well, then then. Then I'm gonna call him Chappy right now, because because I'll ask forgiveness later. But Chappy, if your radio voice wants to beat my, beat up my radio voice, then I'll I'll let I'll let you. <laughs> <But> <laughs> so the uh, the topic today is how to handle disagreements in marriage, and I want everyone to know that um, like Brad and I don't take this lightly. It's a very serious topic, um, but it's gonna be a pretty short episode, guys. You're right. Women, you're wrong. Cool. Brad, I'll see you next week, my man. <laughs> well, but, well, before
1: before we get into that, let me let me tell you what, what some of the advice that my dad gave me on my wedding day was, <laughs> and my dad looked at me right before I was getting married, and he said, son, you need to decide whether you want to be right or you want to be happy. <laughs> Most of the time, I choose happy. Most of the time,
0: most of the and, time,
1: yeah, so um, I don't know that my mom would have agree would agree with that that he most of the time chose happy, but that was his interpretation,
0: <laughs> at least. yeah um, yeah, so well, let's let's just do this, Brad. Um what is like what's a disagreement that you and Tabitha have had that that shattered shattered some? Some um some relationship aspects, you know that was that was pretty hard to to get through um that you're willing to talk about, of course. Hmm. So, so let me kind of group together.
1: So let's go back in time to Tabby and I are first married. We right. come like into like Huey marriage. Lewis in
0: the news, man, back in time. Yeah. I can yeah. dig that. yeah, we <laughs> we come we
1: come into our marriage relationship. We're, and we're mm-hmm. both young, we're in college. Like I was twenty-one, she was twenty. Um, we grew up in very different environments. We grew up in very different, like, structures. Oh, both healthy homes, you know, right. mom, dad, involved in, in church, loving families, you know, um, but different, different culture scapes.
0: Yeah, very different culture scape. That's a good yeah, word, like dude. Yeah, like, oh, culture hmm. scape. Right I like that. There's Um, lots of imagery in that. Nice. (laughs) And so
1: I'm working third shift at at UPS. I'm going to school full time. Tabby's going to school full time. She's working at the bookstore. You know, so I remember getting ready for work one day. And I don't have a clean shirt. And Mm -hmm. I said,
0: (laughs) oh, no, you didn't do.
1: I don't have a clean shirt. And she said, "Okay." And I'm like, "Why do I have a clean shirt?" Probably because you didn't
0: wash one. Oh gosh, dang! And see, okay, listeners, I need to interject here. <laughs> my sister's my sister's not just not just like kind of a typical like Tabitha is a firecracker. So Ooh, like like yep. if if you light her in the wrong way, dude, she will pop. Fast, so like I'm just envisioning like this scenario,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I got a real good dose of, um, I'm your wife, not your maid, <laughs> and uh, and I don't care oh, if that's what you face, I don't this care if wonderful. that's what your mother did, <laughs> that's for your dad, like, I'm not your mother. <laughs> And and honestly, you know, I'm also the person who who will take something in. Um, now, this is the way I thought it was supposed to go, so I'm gonna stand with that. So obviously, that was a great conversation for both of us. That's right. I gotta walk away, you know, gotta work with a. Which I I pulled a Johnny Cash and wore my cleanest dirty shirt. <laughs> nice, yeah. Um, but, you know, I prayed about it and I thought about it, and you know, and even though that wasn't the necessarily the thing that I wanted to hear, and by the way, my wife washes my clothes.
0: You know? <laughs> yeah, like, let, let let the record show. That's funny. Yeah. It was, it was a,
1: <laughs> but um, you know, I I started to realize on that and other things that there was there was what my parents. Thought was right, what your parents thought was right, and then what we had to decide what was right. Yeah. And that there's a lot of things, especially in those dynamics of how you do house, right? How you do life together. um That what the Bible talks about is submitting to one another and loving one right. another, but it doesn't tell us, you know, so much that
0: how to deal with one another. You know, who, who washes the work shirts? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. You know, thou shalt wash the work shirts, wife. <laughs> I mean, the closest you get is like Proverbs 31. If I'm, you know, thinking about it where, you know, she, she clothes her family. But, but if I'm honest, like I, I apparently looked nice the other day when I went to church, mm-hmm. sport coat on, button up shirt, pair of jeans, nice shoes. And uh, one of the older ladies was saying, oh, you look really nice today. And her husband said, oh, well, you know, Tabby dressed him. He looks nice. <laughs> and you know what even though that day it wasn't right like he's not wrong like like 90 percent of the time <laughs> he's, he's not really like... if you want to go with the fact that that she's the one that bought me the clothes right even though i picked, picked them out that morning yeah. yeah she did so yeah but <laughs> you know we had to we had to figure out how we work together and i will say that you know it took us a while Mm -hmm. and one of the things that i would like to kind of key on as we go today yeah is is how when we handle disagreements that how we handle them um as far as as ourselves and our emotions and our words um but i didn't let's just say the man that i am today or typically Mm. yeah is not this the man i was then like i've grown a lot Mm. and In a way that I do a lot of things. And so, your sister can give it right back. Now, we don't yell a lot. At least nowhere near as much as like we did. When we were first married, and we're trying to figure this out, we're loud. Now, we communicated, and I think that's one of the things that we had. Um, Some people were just like, I think if they would overheard it, or if they did hear us talking about it, they'd be like, oh, you you guys don't have a happy marriage. No, we do because we just like we get it all out there. Like we just—I yeah. could not have married a woman who couldn't argue with me. Like, oh,
0: dude, yeah, that's
1: right. Like, I, like you got to be able to 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 just give it back. Yep. And and there be this mutual thing. So so yeah, I think that's I think that's one of the biggest things though was just the way that that we did house. Like your sister came in. When she, I, So I was living in an apartment, we got married, she moved in, mm-hmm. and she moved everything. <laughs> and I couldn't find anything.
0: You because find she anything. put
1: it where it's supposed to go. Oh, that's good, man. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. honestly, most of the time, I don't care as long as I know, but I didn't. Like, right. So I wanted to get a fork. and Where's my fork?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Where's
1: my fork? Yeah. Can't <laughs> eat my chicken with this towel. It's just...
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so for me and for me and Shara, that's actually. Um, I think that would probably be, in terms of in terms of light like silly, but at the same time enough to get you enough to get you mad at each other, mm-hmm. uh, disagreements. So, um, I came from a when you're done at night after after dinner you know me and tabitha would do homework if we had it but mom and dad would recline on you know in their recliners or on the couch or whatever mm-hmm. but i came from a when when we're done with dinner the rest of the evening is recreation mm-hmm. i know that there are chores including dirty dishes with food still in them but don't worry they'll be there tomorrow too so 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 just just you know enjoy the recreation shara came from the exact opposite of that and and so like i didn't find this out until after we were married brad but when uh when we were still dating and engaged we were living in this in the same apartment complex and when i would when i would ask her to come over to my apartment sometimes she would be like pretty pretty persuasive of of saying, well, why don't you just come over here? When I, I was like, you know, okay, that sounds like a great idea. I don't know why I don't why I don't get to host right now, but whatever. So apparently, my apartment stunk because it's a bachelor pad. Because I didn't care because because when I'm done when I'm done with work, what do you do? It's recreation <laughs> time. So I re, like and listeners for the, for those of you. For those of you guys that had a true bachelor pad mm. you are probably going to cheer with me when i say this that there was one time i actually went and bought <laughs> went and bought flypaper Rather than washing the dishes, I just bought flypaper to collect all the bugs. Like, this will take care of it. Trust me. And then, and so, and like, I didn't wash clothes unless I had to, you know? Jay, just... I, rem-
1: I remember specifically a time you were living with a couple of guys, and Tabby and I came to visit. Uh huh. And your sister went to the bathroom. She was just appalled by the state of the bathtub. And, like, this huge, like, stains on the bathtub. I don't know if you had stuff or she went out and bought it, but I just remember she cleaned your tub. Like, that's how appalled that she was. And, and one, can I just say I appreciate that so much because that was – my tub didn't look that bad when she moved in. So, you know, it made her husband look better. Look, I made you look
0: better, Brad. There you go. I appreciate it. By
1: comparison, well, I mean, at least you weren't that bad.
0: Right. Um, well it was like, seriously, it was gross. So anyways, she yeah. did, she grew up with the exact opposite. Um, Cher actually didn't grow up with a, with a dishwasher. They all washed dishes as a family after dinner. And so, um, to my knowledge, <clears throat> I don't know if, I don't know if Brenda, shares mom, I don't know if, if, um, if Brenda ever actually started kind of like, again, the recreational evening, until the kitchen was clean. Mm-hmm. And now we get married. Mm-hmm. So we're done. And what am I doing? I'm, I'm on the couch and I'm waiting for Shara. I am literally doing nothing. And I'm thinking to myself, the more that I'll do nothing, the more it will attract her to want to come sit on the couch with me. Mm-hmm. Which in turn made her madder at me that I wasn't up helping her wash the dishes clean the house whatever um so it took it actually took until um our uh noah our our oldest was born um and noah's seven so brad it was seven years into our marriage before i realized okay share is not gonna stop this literally is not going to change Mm -hmm. and and listeners you know if you all are are women or or wives um like single women or wives whatever like I'm sorry that it took me that long. I know you're probably thinking, why the heck did it take you that long? <laughs> because I'm a guy. <laughs> I'm stupid, you know.
1: <laughs> but um They're just going, good job, Cher. Way to stick with your guns. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Way to keep using the cattle prod. Right. Yeah. So um when when Noah was born, I realized the like this pattern actually is not going to end. And there are two things that are infinite. On this side of eternity, dishes and laundry, Mm -hmm, and -hmm. I was like, "Share is trying to do both of these, and now parenting." I got to do something, and dude, I'm telling you, it's taken a while. It really has, Mm -hmm. but Share has got me. Mm -hmm. A clean kitchen is amazing. It's awesome. Um, so, anyways, that's yeah. That, like I said, that in terms of like something that's lighthearted, that Mm -hmm. that's really kind of 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 what we would do. Um, so let's start here, Brad. Um I think the I think the I think the the low hanging fruit, and rightly so, is um what is it, Ephesians five, I think, right? Husbands submit to your wives or wives submit to your husbands as to the Lord, wives husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church, right? Hmm. Um and and as you mentioned, you know, submit to each other. So yeah, right um,
1: before that, see, because yeah. people love to quote that, right before that verse it says, Submit to one another as unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. Wives submit to your husbands.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So husbands love your all wives. All right. So like as a pastor, I think you and I are going to have at least somewhat, I think you and I are going to have different approaches and different thoughts on, on relating to disagreements. But, um, how about, how about you just kind of, how about, how about you just kind of open it up and, and like, how do you either counsel or just even generically think about handling disagreements in marriage? Mm -hmm.
1: Let, let me start with the way we talk to God right? okay now we as believers should should come and be boldly before the throne of grace right we should we should feel comfortable to come and just and just talk to our father mm-hmm. um bring it you know casting all our anxiety on him doing all these things um so we we should be to a place where we feel comfortable speaking freely to God and if we're not there we should continue to speak so that we to him and until we get So to we the get place. there. Yeah, right. But also not forgetting who we're talking to. Mm-hmm. Right? Not forgetting that we're talking to the God who knows, who loves, who who created us and and respecting who he is. So let's look at husbands and wives. Let's remember who we're talking to. Right? This is my bride. Mhm which biblically now is a part of me
0: we are right, one right yeah well and and if you don't mind mm-hmm. not just a part of you technically you, like you are a yes so you're a property of the lord but you are actually a property of her mm-hmm. and she's a prop, property of you yeah mm-hmm. i understand i understand like the mm-hmm. the political the political um incorrect undertones of what I just said using the word property, but seriously... Well, and here's the thing, though. Yes, yeah, your it's body is hers is and her body's... Yeah, right, right. yes. Something yeah. given, not taken.
1: Correct, yes. Come in and, and take her. Right, yeah. Like, she gave herself to me, I gave myself to her. And, right. and honestly, I think that's an on, ongoing thing, even though, again, we, we have become one, and, and that's the reality. Right. It is just an ongoing process. Um, yeah, but... Sometimes I'm appalled by the way that I spoke to my wife in the past. (laughs) And by the way that I overhear or hear of others speaking to or about their wives. Right. Yeah. I'm like, and so one of the things DJ that, that I made a commitment to myself Mm -hmm. before God (laughs) is that I'm not going to talk bad about my wife to others right and i am not going to downsize my wife at least not intentionally right to anyone or to her right so yeah. so i'm making a commitment that my goal is to not tear her down it's to build her up right now i think that's important because it's an important thing that we 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 do that because it helps us remember again who I'm talking to. Yeah. This is this is my bride. This is part of me. This is this is the love of my life. So why am I sometimes treating her like she's a dog? Or, yeah. or worse, I mean treat my dogs that way. Yeah. You know. And so I think that's the one one of the big things is is when we're having these disagreements, which are gonna come. Yep. I mean, any two people that you put into a relationship for for any amount of time, friendship, marriage or whatever, they're going to come to places where they disagree. So so how do we mesh that out? Let me tell you what I've learned not to do. Mm -hmm. One, if you don't talk about those things, it doesn't solve the problem.
0: That is a true statement. You do, in fact, you do, in fact, miss all the shots you don't take. Well, thank you thank you Wayne Gretzky yes
1: and so one of the things that that I used to do and I'm ever learning not to do was just repress the stuff Mm -hmm. like you know because one I'm I'm a real big empath and if your sister was starting to feel bad about something we were talking about or or emotional I'd just take that and again I say sorry 90 percent of the time first right um we've had conversations you know uh because i've got to be careful that i don't say sorry even when it was something that she should be saying sorry for Mm. because those those times do happen ladies occasionally you know where you need to say sorry too just every now and then you know (laughs) (laughs) But, but but i i just i'd repress it i'd repress those those things that were bothering me i would just and I'd just be like, "This is just the way it is. I'll just deal with it, or I'll just not think about it, or you know, it's it's fine." Um, what happens though is um, what I've learned is what you plant inside of you grows. It grows. What you hide in the dirt of the you, <laughs> your your soil, um, grows. So, so if you're if you're planting good in there, then that tends to grow. Yeah. Um, but if you're planning these woes and these hurts and these things, guess what they do? They fester right. and they grow. Yeah. And and they don't produce good stuff. And and then you come to an explosive sometimes. Yeah. You know, and that's and that's no good.
0: Yeah. So um, um I would I would add to all of that. Um, and, and this this really kind of relates more back to what you were originally saying about, you know, who are we talking to? <laughs> that the level of honesty mm-hmm. is paramount. Mm-hmm. Um in our marriage there has like there was um there was a seed of of, of dishonesty on my part mm-hmm. um that that was it was just it was just sin in my life that was a deep seated sin that um that we would have to deal with. And as a guy, typically speaking, typically speaking, men can compartmentalize stuff Mm -hmm. better than women. Mm -hmm. So I just figured all I have to do is, as you were mentioning, all I have to do is repress it. And, and so like, you know, looking at a, using sort of like a garden metaphor, if you will, I know that the back corner is dirty Mm. And messy. And there's not really anything, there's nothing good in it. But if I can, if I can like, um, if I can farm the rest of this, Mm. cultivate the rest of the garden, it'll cover up, it'll cover up the corner, you know? Mm -hmm. And the problem is, (laughs) the problem is that like, what I was actually trying to do was I wasn't, I wasn't just simply trying to ignore the corner, though that's Mm -hmm. true. I was also trying to hide the corner Mm -hmm. from Shara to where she didn't have to see. It's all she got to see was the good garden, you know. Right. And it won't stay in its box. Sin won't yeah, stay in and its it box. It won't stay in its box. You're exactly right. It will right. not stay in its box. It get yeah. It it the weeds. The weeds do mm-hmm. take over. So well, I think was this octopus. Um,
1: this octopus. They had they, they had this
0: octopus, oh. and they didn't know it was the octopus in a while.
1: But like this this aquarium, and these fish kept disappearing. <laughs> these tropical fish disappearing. Yeah. Like, you know they got guards, got nothing. They're like what is what is going on? This octopus knew, figured out the the guard's timing. Would climb out of its tank, figure out how to do that, climb in the other tank, eat the fish, climb back in its tank before anybody knew. It. They finally figured out what it was doing. Dude,
0: that's crazy.
1: And I mean, that's what sin so, does. Like we think it's where it's supposed to yeah. go, where we put it. Yeah, but it don't right. listen. So,
0: yeah, and I'm and sorry, so but... no, 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 you're fine. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, that's I didn't realize that octo octopi were <laughs> were that were that smart. Yeah, they're pretty smart. So, Scary smart. So, anyways, I would I would en- I would encourage anyone that is having issues with this. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, then you might end up having issues with in, in the future. Like mm-hmm. you were saying, like disagreements are gonna ab- absolutely gonna come mm-hmm. up. But when when you when you are sure that you're talking, that when Cher and I are talking to each other, when we are sure that we know each other. And again, following the metaphor, right? If we, if we, if we're aware of the full garden, then when things do come up, it's actually a lot easier. In in our in my experience, um, in in my marriage, it's it is so much easier to deal with with disagreements because of the trust that we have mm-hmm. at the moment of the of the disagreement. Um, and trust me when I say that I. Um, and I'm, I know, I'm, I'm, I know that Brad, that, that, that you're aware of it, but like, I, I just know what it's like to have, to have a disagreement, Mm -hmm. um, about uh, just like life choices, right. Just general, just in general and know that, that, that part of the garden I was, I was hiding and it completely affected Mm -hmm. my, my mental state, my psyche, Mm -hmm. um, Because I wasn't giving myself fully to Shara. Yeah. And, and like, I'm just gonna be honest. Wives submit to your husbands as, as to the Lord, but husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church. Christ didn't give just a portion of himself and kept the rest Mm -hmm. of, it for himself. And like, I'm like, again, I'm just gonna be honest that Shara had every right to, to to be distrustful and mm-hmm. to not want to submit not in a not in a in a dominant you know who's dominant and and dominant and subordinate type of of scenario but she had every right to not want to submit because she, she knew that or right. so, or or she she yeah, she knew that or was at least afraid that mm-hmm. who I was at the time was not 100% me yeah. so if you so
1: if your wife if you come to me and you're saying my my wife doesn't trust me, and one of the first questions I'm going to ask you is, "Are you trustworthy?" Yeah. Why?
0: That's Are you exactly showing right. her
1: that you're trustworthy? Right. Are you doing yeah. something that's making her, you know, or vice versa? You know? Right. Because that's that we that's where we got to hit first. Because yeah. maybe your wife doesn't trust you because she feels like she can't. Mm-hmm. Maybe your wife doesn't trust you because of some hurt or something from her past because somebody's hurt her. I know a lot yeah. of people like who, who are uh, remarried or married someone or, or both people in cases are you know had previous marriages and went to divorce. There's some stuff that you're going to have to work out. Now, my encouragement is you start to that stuff out before you get married. You start yeah, to no talk doubt. through some of that stuff. But the, some of the yeah. stuff that's just the reality is you're not going to deal with until your husband and wife. It's true. You know, you know, and so it's, it, which is my caveat for people like, well, that's why we just move in together. Now, you're lying to yourself because you are not seeing the true picture. Yeah, because if you don't have that forever commitment to one another, then, right. then there's no way
0: that you're showing all the chapters in your book. That's exactly there's right. There's no way that you're showing the backside. Of and your and and dude, like at seriously at those. At, at, the, at those particular points in in, our, in my life and in our marriage, mm-hmm. I would absolutely be the first one to say in those moments, we were absolutely unequally yoked. No freaking yes. doubt. Yes. Why not? Because we we weren't like mm-hmm. she, she was transparent and I was not. Yes. And so, you know, I mean, how how was our marriage really supposed to operate in those instances yes. when when she was wearing the pants and I wasn't? You know what I mean? Yes. Like. Um, and by by like in terms of leadership, in terms of honesty like how, how is it that how is it that that we're supposed to be and and I, I don't I'm sorry if this is really cliche, but I'm just gonna say it um how is it that we're supposed to be this team yeah. this intimate team that that lives and breathes and yeah. you know dies together that like that kind of that kind of a team when I wouldn't play in ball right you know, so, um... so so let me let me roll with that a little
1: bit because I think I feel that like, leads me into one of the other yeah. things that that I have learned and and try to practice and and don't do so perfectly, but I feel like I do better than I used to do, <laughs> yeah, and, and that it's an ongoing uh, process. Uh, I realized a while back, a good while back, that if I'm in an argument with my wife mm-hmm. and I win and she loses, I've lost. Yeah. Now, Some of you might be laughing right now. They're like, oh yeah. Yeah. Cause she's going to win. No, no, because the <laughs> no, opposite right. is still true. If yeah. I'm in an argument with my wife and she wins and I lose, guess what? Yeah. She lost because right. we're one. We're on the same team. So damage that is done to one or victory that is over one is over both. Correct. I can't win and she lose. If you're in your marriage and your framework is, you know, I just want to, I, I need to win more or, you know, and she can win less Then you. You really got the picture wrong. Yeah. And, and you're going to struggle until you figure out that until you act as the one, the, the, the team, the intimate team, the, that, that you are, that, that's not going to work out well. That's right. You know? And so, so now, we're looking for the win-win. How do we both win? And because that's the only way we really win. That's right. Now, does that happen 100% of the time? Absolutely not. We're people. Nope.
0: And yeah, it's, gonna ha- it's going to it's going to fail because but, everybody's broken.
1: Yeah. So we're not going to do it perfect, but we can seek to do it excellent. We can seek to do it more often than not. We can seek where that is. The, that's the standard. That's, Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's the expectation that we're going to come in, you know? And so I've had to be called out and I've had to call out lovingly, lovingly. One of the things that, that I realized at least again, time just blurs by to me and I'm blind to a lot of it, but at least a few years ago, you know, I realized that when I would say things to Tabby, she felt attacked. Mm Mm-hmm. Even if I wasn't in a heart where I was attacking her, yep. I mean, there's certainly been times when, again, of my stupidity and my humanity, I was, especially earlier on her marriage. I was mad, and I was trying to tear her down, which is super dumb, right? So might as well drink poison yourself. So that's what you're doing. Um, but I realized when I would say something to her, that she was receiving it as an attack. Mm. And so, you know what I learned? It's, 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 it's a magic phrase. Some magic, mm-hmm. some magic phrase, DJ. It's, it's incredibly. <clears throat> you know, you write it down. It's it's so hard. It's so difficult. I mean, you just got to say it so right, sweetheart. I, I'm not attacking you. <laughs> yeah, and if it. And it And I feel like maybe you feel like I'm attacking you. And I just want you to know. I'm not attacking you. That's my intent is not to attack you, not to tear you down. Right. You know, and so if that's the way you feel. And and one of the things now, guys, this this has to be the life that you're living. Again, my wife knows I'm not perfect. Matter of fact, more than anybody else. She can tell you all my flaws. I can tell you hers. You know. I looked at her at one point. And I said, is that characteristic of who I am? Yeah. And she sat there and she thought, and she looked at me and she's like, no, it's not.
0: Yeah. That's and not, That's not the man dude, that's, that you are. Who that goes is, around such a, that is such down. a good question. That's such a good question. Because, I mean, not, I mean, I don't know what the situation was, mm-hmm. but. When you say is that characteristic of who I am, you're actually at that point in time giving your wife the opportunity to give you the right. honest answer of actually, right. yeah, it, yeah is. it is. that's exactly what you would do. That's exactly mm-hmm. what you would say. Um, as she matter said fact, it... I, Shara has a, like, it's not happened a ton, but Shara has actually even told me that, like, it's, you know, this is, this, that is something that mm-hmm. you would say, or that is something you would do. And, and it makes me feel very, very little. Mm hmm. And I deserve every bit of it, you know, mm-hmm. so, well, and I think there you hit on another thing is
1: is which is just another kind of side of what we're already talking about, but being honest, hey, when you say this, this is how I feel mm-hmm. because the other thing I found is that we are really bad at mind reading. We really yeah. are as people yeah we we tend and to we, think we're better're we're not good at it than we are, but now, you should know your spouse probably better than anybody else and they should know you. And so there's going to be a lot of times when you can finish their sentence when you do know.
0: Share hates that by the way. She but you may have so much,
1: but yeah, you yeah. may have corrupted data in your database. Yep. Right? Correct. You may have that file back there that says, you know, she's okay with this. It doesn't bother her because she never told you it did. Right. Or you didn't listen when she did. <laughs> You know, sorry, guys. I mean, look, if the show fits, <laughs> ladies. Sometimes you got to tell us multiple times. And yeah. You know that, and but, we're sorry. Yeah, we are. We're, we're not justifying. Sorry. We're not justifying that. Uh,
0: we're dumb. Sorry. Write it.
1: Write, write it. Write it down. Carve it in stone. Best <laughs> <laughs> to look at it. Um, yeah. But if if your data is wrong, yeah. You may be hurting her every time, and you don't even know it. You're not intending to. Now, here's the flip side of that, guys, because I think sometimes it's easier for our wives to talk about emotional stuff than it is for us. If if the table is flipped and she is saying something or doing something that's making you feel less, hurting your feelings, because we've got those too, I mean, we can act like we don't, but we all know good and well we do. Yeah. Somebody calls you ugly while you're walking through Walmart, it hurts. I don't care how confident you are that you're not ugly,
0: right? It hurts. Unless you just unless you already know it, and then and then it doesn't hurt. I mean,
1: I'm gonna lean in. I just lean (laughs) in and say, you know, you you're ugly, man. I know. Pray for me. Yeah. My favorite is I fell out of the ugly tree. Man, I fell out of the ugly tree. I hit every branch on the way down. The doctor said nothing they can do.
0: Yeah, and I climbed back up and did it again. Like... Yeah, I know, because I'm stupid too.
1: <laughs> the stupid tree's right next to it.
0: Yeah, um, it, it's and I got confused.
1: Yeah, that's another story for another day, though. That's another mm-hmm. podcast, the leaning in. I love yeah, to right. teach my kids <laughs> to lean in. Just that's lean awesome. in. People don't know what to do when you lean in. You're the stupidest person I ever met. I know. <laughs> Yeah, but you ought to have met my brother. <laughs> my brother, my brother's smart, but I'm just you know I lean in. Yeah, you know. So we need to to be honest and communicate those things, how we're feeling, yeah. how those things are making us feel. Let's let's acknowledge that this is the person that I love and the person that loves me. Yeah. Now, man, we could talk a lot about love, but well, here's, and, and here's let, one big question, just one, one question. Yeah, go ahead. What is your definition of love? It's rhetorical right now, right? What is your yeah, definition right. of love? And I want you to go read 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And if your definition of love doesn't mesh up with 1 Corinthians 13, um, mm-hmm. then you need some adjustment. Correct. Make some adjustment because love isn't a feeling. Yeah. It's a commitment. It's it's, you know, it, it has feelings to go with it. Yeah. But that's not what the love is. So if so, the feelings wane, the commitment shouldn't.
0: L- let me say this, Brad, that I think I think like these kind of conversations, and I don't want to say necessarily between Christians, but in my in my life experience, I've heard these kind of conversations more often in Christian narratives be more conceptual or hypothetical. But um uh, to John and Chappie. Um I I would like to offer this as um as as like another another way or another another topic um to talk about for at least a little bit. What do you do not in terms of like being preventative, which is kind of basically what you and I mm-hmm. have been really talking about. Like how do you prevent more issues from arising? Mm-hmm. But what do you do if if you're already stuck in the middle of that, what or mm. what happens if you're on the, if you're right, if you're like in the residue of, mm. of all that, of all that, um, all that explosive mm. um, and volatile, volatile behavior, I would say this, and this goes back, Brad, to what you were saying. Do you want to be right? Do you want to be happy? I would say this guys, one of the things that is so much of importance for us as men is to guide our wives through the healing process, even if we are the ones who have been wronged Mm -hmm. because Brad, like you were saying, like Mm -hmm. she's my bride. Mm -hmm. Like I am, I have, I've um, before, before God, friends and family, Mm -hmm. I committed not my life in terms of how I'm going to live my life on this planet only, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. also my spiritual being to her and her to me, And if, and if there's a tear between us and nobody's budging, Mm. it's not that you have to be the bigger man. You just have to be the man. Mm. Now that does not excuse. Mm. That does not excuse your wife from, you know, if, if you are, if you, if you have self-righteous, excuse Mm. me, um, self-righteous anger Mm. doesn't excuse the situation. Mm. However, Jesus is the one who gave his life for the church. He did not wait for the church to turn around mm-hmm. and say, mm-hmm. you know what, Jesus, we're sorry. Isn't it right? You're you're right. is not agree that he loved us while we were yet and died for us while we Right, were while, yet we're, while we were still sinners. Exactly right. Not worth dying and, for. But and so but apparently God right. I we mean were. and 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 so I'm not speaking hypothetically. John and Chappie, I want you all to know um that i'm dude i'm so i'm totally calling that guy chappy i love it but um i want you all to know that i'm actually speaking from my own experience yeah and i'm also i'm also speaking from what i know to be true in the way that how like how did god set all this up through his son Mm. it is up to us we we don't we don't get we don't have the luxury of saving face Mm. which i'm gonna be honest sometimes sucks but, at so, the same time, we have to be the ones to mend the situation and and guide the situation through through prayer, but guide the situation into a healthy place. well, and
1: let me we're we're supposed to be spiritual leaders, absolutely. Um, let me say a few things too. Um, if you're in a situation where things aren't good in your marriage, one, we have to own. Nothing is ever a hundred percent one-sided. Correct, right? Ever so ever. So there is stuff that you have got to own. You and it starts with going to God and owning it in yourself. Now, whether that's anger and, and retaliation, or or just uh, dirty, evil types, nasty spirit that has. Started, right. you know, yep. growing in you. Maybe you're self-justifying because, well, they don't do this. So, when you got to own your part of the equation, you, you, and you've, you know, maybe you're having trouble, hard trouble seeing that. and I honestly believe you go to God and you go, God, help me, help me to see, mm-hmm. take the blinders off. Let me let me say one thing: where just just be prepared, get you a little mouthpiece so you can clench down on something. Because he's going to show you your part of those things. And yeah, you're my, exactly my right. guess is, it, 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 in my experience, not my guess, but my experience is, it hurts a little bit. Now, it's a yep. good hurt because God is working toward good. He's working yep. toward restoration and reconciliation. But we got to own that. Yeah. Two, the Bible says, as much as is up to you, live at peace with all men. So this is just in general. But how much more your wife, right? As much as is up to you, you bring peace. You live mm-hmm. at peace. Um, I love Tony Evans Kingdom Man. It's a great book. I highly recommend it. But I also love the story of, of his his dad came to got saved, came to faith. And he said, you know, his dad's story is his his mother didn't love his dad as a sinner, and she couldn't stand him as a saint. Like, and so she started being, you know, even just meaner basically to him. But what he did not do was retaliate, not retaliate in the way that he would have before, because Mm. God had changed his heart. Yeah. Which leads me to the other thing. Stop praying so much for God to change your spouse
0: and start asking more for God to change you. Dude, it's a a dangerous game to pray that God would show the evil ways of somebody else. Like Mm -hmm. it's... Like and and here's why I say it's a dangerous game. If you are not willing to pray that for yourself, you don't even need to say it. Period. Point mm-hmm. blank.
1: And and it goes back to the, again the beam in your own eye, right?
0: Mm-hmm. The splinter of your other eye. Yeah, you may be right.
1: Your wife may. You have might a splinter. be right. This is, you, you may have a big
0: splinter. That's exactly right. You could be right. But one
1: of the things my dad always said was, he said, "Son, what you may and he used to say two before." He said, God tells us to get the two before out our own eye before we try to get splinter out of somebody else's eye. He yeah. said, Because what you might realize is that splinter in your brother's eye is coming off the two before in your own.
0: Oh, dude, that's and when you details. get
1: rid of it. Or you may realize they didn't have real splinter in their eye. You was just mm-hmm. looking at a splinter that was coming off the two before in your own eye. Right. So, and I think that's one of the things though, too, but like learning to pray. God move me, change me. Help me to be the leader that that you've meant me to be. Help me to love my wife. Uh man, and if you're really in a hard situation, go back and read Jose and his love for
0: Gomer mm-hmm. and his commitment to Gomer and yeah. and her But but well, hang on though. It's not just his commitment to Gomer. And this is something that like you and I have been dancing dancing around this, probably so much so that that it's just kind of assumed that it's yeah, a natural part of the film. yes you do i do i
1: just don't do it well
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah but no you and i have have been doing this so much that in this in this episode that it's probably just assumptive but the reason hosea was so committed to gomer had nothing to do initially with gomer it had to do everything with his with his um his his uh um confidence and and his what was the word that you used? It actually just left me. I, I know I just said it. Commitment, love, commitment. There we are. Yeah, commitment. It was actually his commitment to God. Yeah. And I would and I would say this, husbands. Yeah, we need to ask how much do we love our wives. But mm. I'm going to ask you this too, because I have to ask myself this: mm. How much do I love Jesus? How much do I love God? Am I actually willing to live a life? that is reflective of loving Jesus more than my wife right i mean because yeah. technically that's technically that's yeah. what we're supposed to do but, right but but here's the thing loving Jesus more will never
1: make you love your wife less correct
0: yeah it's impossible it's exactly but loving you your wife more than you love god will make you will. love god less that's exactly right yeah so yeah. A, yeah, yeah. yeah you know you it, like in in using using the framework of of the only in the New Testament, the only two, the only two important um, uh, uh, commandments. Number one is love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And then number two, love your neighbor as thyself. If you flip it the other way around, you are now actually ranked higher than loving God. You mm-hmm. are, are ranked higher because it says love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, like when we are thinking about about making amends, gosh. Like reconciliation is a beautiful thing, but man, it hurts. It's, and sometimes it's, sometimes it's dirty. Sometimes it's, yeah. it's messy. Reconcile. I mean, shoot, Jesus on the cross. That wasn't a clean, yeah. you know, that wasn't, it wasn't a clean event. Yeah. Um, but the idea here is, is that when I think about how Shara and I, need to make amends when we are at odds. And I'm not talking about at odds with dishes, but I will tell you this. Sometimes it, sometimes it irks her and I yeah. really do need to say, you know what? Okay. I got to stop everything I'm doing because my wife, is my, <laughs> my wife's at the end of her straw. Yeah. Um, I really have to, I really have to sit back and and take stock of, I mean, where's my heart's commitment to my Lord. Yeah, And if it ain't there, then it's probably not going to be where it needs to be with my wife. Actually, it's not probably it will yeah. not be.
1: Well, and so so and getting with that. It, so if you're sitting here listening to podcasts, and and you're certainly welcome to, whoever you are, like we invite you to come join our conversation. But yeah. if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, like that's that's so key for, and, and for if, everything and, in and, life. And,
0: and if you don't or if you have a spouse that doesn't, or if you yeah. have friends that identify with that, I just want you guys to know this, that it is actually impossible. To have the reconciliation without Jesus that will make amends to anything, yeah. because without Jesus, our we are actually left to our own devices to yeah. define what reconciliation is.
1: Yeah, and my, my
0: yeah, it is. And my definition of reconciliation, one hundred percent, is different than Brad's. Yeah, it might look similar, but that but similar is still different. So,
1: yeah, but yeah, Brad, I know this is a big topic.
0: That's a big I mean, topic, yeah. We, man.
1: we, I think we, so, we need to do some brainstorming, you and I, and 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 come up with some other ways that so we can come back to that question, but yeah, a different
0: faucet of the question because there, there's no way we can do it justice in this time that we spent. No, but, not at all. But, we've but encouraged John, and, you. John and Chappie, man, thank you guys so much for that for for that question. I'm so excited about Chappie. I hope I hear more from Chappie. Chappie, you've got a great name, Chappie i tell you what, Steve certainly has a great heart. So, uh, you'll probably receive it. Uh. Listeners, as always, man, we, Brad and I love that you love our show. We really do. Um, share our show, tell people about our show. Um, you know, uh, as I mentioned a couple episodes back, if you know somebody that disagrees with a lot of the stuff, let them listen to the show. Not necessarily to to change their mind, but get some conversation started. You know, let's 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 chomp on some stuff. Yeah. Um, but we always appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, rate us and review us. It helps. It helps the podcast get out faster. The the, the more ratings that we have, um, and the more reviews that we have. So, um, yeah, Brad, love you, buddy. Love you too. Listeners, we'll catch you next time. See ya.